Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick brings us the conclusion of a message entitled, A Cure for Eye Trouble. His scripture text is found in Colossians chapter 2, verses 8 through 15. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick taught us five comparisons in two texts found in the Bible that show us how the devil and Christ saw themselves. He told us about Psalms chapter 14, verse 12 through 14, that describes Satan's eye trouble, and Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, that tells us about Jesus' desire for us. Then he brought us the first four of twelve lessons that can be learned and applied from the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus preached in Matthew chapter 5. On this broadcast, he'll conclude the message by bringing us the other eight. And now, here's Brother Rick. Jesus said, this is how you win. It don't look like winning. It don't favor winning. It ain't winning 101 America's die, but it's winning 101 kingdoms die. Moving right along, unless you break into a shop. If a man demands you to carry something a mile, carry it too. See, the Roman soldiers would walk along with all their stuff and they would command these people to carry all their junk around. He ain't speaking to a porter at the train depot. He's speaking to slaves that's been abused. If they make you carry their junk around, tell them, hey, listen, got an idea. Let me carry one more mile. Y'all having fun yet? Moving along. Love those that are your enemies. Matthew 5.44. In fact, Matthew 5.44 is an overdose in this. There's four things he tells me to do in one verse. When I run into it, I thought about quitting partway through the sermon on the mount. I thought, this thing going to get out of hand quick. I'm already. He didn't just say, love your enemies. He said, bless those when they start cursing you. So they're cursing at you and you hollering. Yeah, God bless you too. God bless you. I love you too, man. Then he said, they're still cursing, but while they're cursing and you're blessing them, see if there's something good you can do for them about that time. Yeah, they see. They've been cursing by 20 minutes. Maybe I'll stir them up a cake because I can still bless them and fix them a cake too because, man, I love this. This is wonderful. Do good to them because they hate you. And then if you can work in between the blessing. Pray for them too. Oh, God. I blessed them all I can, but I'm asking you now, pick up where I quit. You bless them some more because these people really need blessing. Bless them that they throw the hurt, hold up so they can cuss me another hour till I can get this cake done. And by the way, Lord, I'm really enjoying this victory. Thanks a lot. I got a couple more. How many say thank the Lord? Pray for them because they're despitefully using you. Isn't that what we pray in church? Oh, Jesus, use me. We even sing it. Jesus, use me. Then we come back and say, oh, I've been used. Hey, you were praying. Pray for them because they're going to use you. Now, here's one we really can do well. Matthew 6, 25. And also verse 31 through 34. 
Don't think anything about your personal needs or tomorrow. Just don't even worry about it. Just don't even think about it. Are you kidding? Are you like me? While I'm eating breakfast, I'm talking supper. What are we going to have this evening? And between this morning and this evening, you don't go out for lunch? And Jesus said, don't even think about it. Don't even ponder about it. Don't worry about it if you lose your job. Don't think about that stuff. Number 11. I wish I could tell you it's getting better. Don't try to judge the motives and the actions of other people. We ain't even through one passage of Jesus. I'm in a coma. God, I ain't done none of this. But I want victory in my life. Lord, I want to have victory. I want to have your blessing in my life. What must I do to walk into the inheritance you have for me? Here's the last one. Everything you want done for you, do it for somebody else. You want God to bring a miracle to you? Be a miracle to somebody else. You need finances in your life? Then give what you got to somebody else. See, here's what I believe, friend. I believe God's calling me, and not just me. I believe he gave this me, this message for you. That's why I'm giving it to you. I know you're thrilled, but I believe God's giving you this. Because, see, here's the problem. You're going to make a choice. Am I going to walk in high trouble? Brother Rick, I hear that stuff. I don't want to hear that stuff, man. See, here's the problem in America. We have been a part of a bless me club so long, we can't entertain the full counsel of God. We can't take a message that doesn't make us get the warm fuzzies. If Jesus would have preached the Sermon on the Mount on Christian television, they'd have whacked him off before the first commercial. Yet, we stand and boldly declare we are followers of Jesus. All I want is Jesus. Is it, friend? Is it, friend? Are you willing to walk out of the natural into the supernatural call of God and willing to stand in a mandate that opposes every rationale of your mind? Are you willing to really disarm the enemy? Did you know that just in the last few months, I'm not singing a sob song. It's really, it's, it's went this way for years. There's, there's always people yapping that don't know what they're talking. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Tell a bunch of lies. They don't mean to tell lies. They're just stupid. They don't know what they're saying. And you know when somebody tells something ain't right, well, by all means, us being a member of the God squad, we need to straighten that out. Boy, the Lord told me, keep your yap shut. Let them laugh. Then he said to me, even if they put it in the newspaper, don't respond. Man, I battled the spirit of slap for weeks. But here's what I know. If I respond in kind, I will not walk in victory. They will only be another battle. Because with Jesus, if you don't pass the test, you don't go to the next grade. You will take it over and over and over and over and over till you decide his way is the right way. So what is your choice? See, Matthew, Sermon on the Mount ends in chapter 7, verse 28 and 29. I'll read this as they come to the music. 
when people hear music, they get encouraged. It's almost over. Verse 28 says, and it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, these people were astonished at what he preached to them and at his doctrine. For he taught, listen to this, he taught as someone actually having authority. Not like the religious that had nothing but vain words. Boy, it's so much more difficult to walk a Christian walk than it is to talk a Christian talk when there's no persecution. But listen to me, friend. The shaking has begun. Please hear me. I know that in America we think this is just a, a burp. It's an economic burp. They're going to find an answer. Uh, listen to me, friend. We better prepare ourselves. We better allow God to speak to our hearts and not just to our ears. We better say, Lord, whether it seems right to me, if it seems right to you and to the Holy Ghost, I want to do it to a way. I don't want to go here again, Lord. I don't want to go here. I want to walk in the victory that Jesus knew. And even though it sounded like a wonderful end to a movie, it ended with blood dripping from a crown of thorns down the face of a Savior who gave his life. See, listen to me, friend. It may not look like victory to you. But kingdom victory is different than an American view of Christianity. And we as Americans need to decide whether we want American Christianity or kingdom victory in our life. While your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed, how many of you, as I read this litany of commands and mandates by Jesus himself thought I've been persecuted but I sure ain't rejoicing slip up your hand wave at me would you I've got some people saying some things about me but I sure ain't happy about it <laughs> I got some people that hate me but I haven't done anything good for them I got some people that's mad at me I've been waiting for them to repent. And God's calling me to make it right. Is that you? Slip up your head. That's me. You got to make it right. There's people cursing me, but I've not been blessing them. I've been worried to death about tomorrow. I've spent weeks judging people's motives and actions of why they do what they do. There's some things I need in my own life, but I haven't made it happen for anybody else. And how many of you lift your hand and say, Brother Rick, I believe we've heard a word from God. I believe this is a word from me. I know it's for me. If it's for you, just lift your hand. I see, there's a lot of people ain't going to want to chew this. But if it's you, just lift your hand. Keep your hand up. I know this word's for me. I, I know God's dealing with me. It's confirming some stuff in me. It's affirming some stuff in me. It's some stuff I need to deal with. I know he's talking to me. I got some needs in my life. But I 
I've not been giving away what I've got. I've been holding on to it. Is that you? You know, I don't know how you do things here. It's been years since I've been here. But I'd like to just call us to a place of prayer. Is that okay, Pastor? You see, here's what I believe. I believe if we really hear the word of the Lord, we're going to have to bow our knee away from our own thoughts. Away from our own desires. Away from our own ideals. Away from our own traditions. And we're going to have to say, Jesus, I surrender. Can we just do that? Just step to your feet. Let's find us a place to pray. It's 25 after 7 for those that want to know the time. Can we just slip out of our seat and just spend a few minutes, next five minutes, saying, Lord, a rebuke at your lips are greater than the flattery of men. I would rather you rebuke me than ignore me. I'd rather you convict me than to pass me by. Prepare my heart, Lord. Prepare my heart for the season that's coming that I won't be acting in kind, but I'll be acting in kingdom. That your kingdom can come and your will be done in London. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.